ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and children of all ages. Welcome to episode 62 of the Fumble Recovery Fantasy Football Podcast. We've been away for a little while. I think it's been about a month or so. Uh, apologies, we couldn't do all the divisional breakdowns, but um, we've all been quite busy, and um, none more so than um, Mo, who got married. So congratulations, Mo. Oh, uh, thank you, thank you. Yeah, it was great to be there, although uh, the hangover the day after was pretty brutal, I'm not going to lie. Uh, I, I agree. I definitely agree. Yeah, it's good fun, though. And again, congrats to you and Shamini. Um So, look, the season's upon us. It starts tomorrow. Um, you know, we finished the last of our drafts. We're kicking off other activities such as survivor pools now, which just keep the uh, season interesting. And it kicks off with the Bucks and the Cowboys. Uh, so, Mo, what do you think is going to happen in that game? A, who do you think is going to win? Do you think it's going to be a blowout? And Chiggs, I'll come to you who, about fantasy um, assets as well. Uh, I, I just got to say, you guys ready for some football? That's what I'm excited about. Just have to get that Hell out yeah. there. Uh, giddy up. Giddy up. Uh, oh, this is going to be uh, uh, the Buccaneers. Um, I think uh, I think going to see a lot of rust on uh on the side of the cowboys um i think uh i mean i, I mean i think there, there's a chance that but i mean tom brady could go undefeated this season i'm not even gonna put that uh past him uh but uh cowboys have a lot of rust you got dak coming in i mean they're concerns whether they be ready not ready i think he's gonna be cautious uh and um you know the old line still kind of you know it's, it's not the old line of, of you know pass where dallas is always a top three o-line and um i mean buccaneers bought every single starter from last year back and the rookies have another year under their belt. So um, um, I'm going to expect a Buccaneers win. And uh, so, Chiggs, for fantasy purposes, of course, on the Bucks, you've got the likes of uh, Brady, you've got Godwin, Evans, and then running backs, you've got Rojo, uh, Rojo Fournette. There's obviously the likes of Gronk as well. Um, What's the other guy, the tight end, who's back after the year off? My mind's just going blank. OJ Howard and Cameron yeah, OJ Howard, Cameron Braid. So, you know, they've it's been hard to always predict. Then you've also got the likes of Scotty Miller. So, against the Cowboys defense, who are seen to be quite weak, we know they drafted a linebacker in the first round. Who do you think really benefits from that on the Bucks side? And then Mo, I'll come to you on the Cowboys side. Um, Tom Brady. He's a definite, you know, target. The quarterback. If you want to wait on, you know, you, you don't want to take one of the the top three or four guys. You know, he's going to pass for five thousand yards, you know, forty <laughs> times. You know, he's going to have a monster season um, just because the weapons around him. You know, they, they've got an elite defense, and the issue you've got is because they've got so many weapons. It's who's going to go off in any given week, you know, so obviously Mike Evans is your, um, let's say your touchdown machine, but he's pretty more volatile on a week-to-week basis. Um, Chris Godwin should give you a kind of PPR floor, but, you know, his, his upside are probably capped a bit, and then obviously Antonio Brown um, as well. Uh, the guy I actually really like is um, sort of sneaky late round sort of Running back is uh, Gio Bernard for PPR. I think, you know, uh, Fournette and Ronald Jones didn't really show much in their sort of uh, catching catching department. I can see Gio being the James White for Brady, like he had in um, 
he's a, like a guy that I really like. Yeah, I was going to say, if if the Cowboys do have one strength in their defense, it's arguably at the linebacker position. You know, they've um, still got Jalen Smith and Van Der Esch, and then they've added Micah Parsons. And um, again, my mind just slips uh, against the second rookie that they drafted in the third or fourth round. But, um, you know, they're, they're clearly trying to sort of change the dynamic. And it will, I, I wouldn't feel comfortable, per se, starting uh, Jones or Fournette. Not tomorrow. It's a no. bit like the Broncos' backfield. I think I want to kind of see what that split looks like. Because in the off se- in the preseason, so postseason even, it was more Fournette, you know, playoff Lenny. So I think it's going to be an interesting one. And then Mo on the Cowboys' side, coming up against one of the best defenses in the league in the Bucks. Is there anyone you'd still be okay to to plug in? You've obviously got Dak, um, Lamb, uh, and, you know, Zeke, of course, Amari Cooper, Gallup. I think I'd be afraid to start uh, Zeke, if anything. I mean, if, if the Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay is going to be continuously scoring, um, Cowboys will probably be playing catch-up. Uh, I think the wide receivers will do good. I mean, again, I think you have a, you have a similar problem there uh, where I, I don't know whether it be CeeDee Lamb, whether it be Cooper, or whether it be Gallup. Um, I think C.D. Lamb probably um, just coming out of the slot. Uh, you know, he, he, you know, Dak may have to get the ball out quicker than uh, you know than he would like to. So, uh, I, I would go with uh, C.D. Lamb for sure on that one. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm gonna I'm kind of a little hesitant on Zeke just because I think they'll be playing from behind, uh, new O line, and um, I think they're gonna need to throw the ball. I think the thing you've got though, realistically is where you've drafted these guys. You're starting them regardless. Regardless, right? You know, it's, it's very rare you're going to have enough depth that you can see this week. Um, you know, and I still think you, you know, you, you still get his volume, right? And you're hoping that with Dak back, actually, they'll kind of go toe to toe with them a bit. Um, but yeah, it's, it's not an easy matchup for sure. So um, just a quick one on the betting side then. Bucks are eight-point favourites with a 51.5 over-under. Um, Mo, which way are you leaning on? Uh, I, I think it's going to be Bucks. And over-under? Uh, over-unders, um, I'll probably lean towards the over. Uh, but um, yeah, even that 8.5 is kind of tough. It, ideally, I would try to get, buy some points and get under a 7. Uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, it, I mean, I, I would probably go Bucks and over. Yeah, Jigs, what's your thoughts on that? Yeah, I, I think start of the season, you know, you never know necessarily how things, are, you know, how teams are going to come out. I just think with the question marks around, you know, Amari Cooper's injury, he's got to come back, and um, Dak as well, is he going to be one hundred percent? I'm going to go box and the over. Yep. Fair enough. Uh, next game, then. Well, then we're into the. Uh, six o'clock game. So you've got the Colts and the Seahawks. Looks like Carson Wentz is going to be starting um, game one where there was risk that he wouldn't. I think it's only four weeks after surgery, so it's pretty quick turnaround for Carson Wentz. T.Y. Hilton obviously on the IR uh, out there. So just on the Colts side of things, you've obviously got Jonathan Taylor, Marlon Max back, Naheem Hines in the run game, uh, receivers, You've got Michael Pittman and Paris Campbell. 
uh, tight ends. I think it's still well. You got Mo Ali Cox. You got uh, Jack Doyle as well. So just on the Colt side, Chigs, who do you fancy plugging in for fantasy? Um, I think if, if Quinton Nelson's back, which I think he should be, then you know Jonathan Taylor. I think it's going to be absolutely fine. Had an amazing end to last year. I think. Um, Having Wentz there as well will probably help him a bit as well. Um, yeah, so you know, I think it's going to be a, it'll be a step forward in his second season for Jonathan Taylor. I'm not particularly keen on the wide receivers at the moment. I want to have a bit of a wait and see. Um, you know, I think they've all got potential. Harris Campbell and Michael Pittman are kind of two uh, very good sort of dynasty assets, I think. But, um, yeah. you know, are they going to be? You know, up against, uh, you know, quite a tough defence to play against, I think. Especially, obviously, linebacker wise. So, yeah, probably Jonathan Taylor is, is, the, is the one guy I'd probably you know, I'd fire up in DFS as well. I think, you know, the volume will be there. Yeah, he's going to be. It, it could be quite a lot of running in this game. So, clock management wise, I think a lot of the time is going to go on the run game. Um, and I'm still unsure what Wentz is going to look like, especially after the surgery. Um, and that's probably why the Seahawks are slight favourites on the road, actually. Um, it's a long way to go from Seattle to Indianapolis. Uh, Mo, what are your thoughts on the Seahawks side of the ball? You've got obviously Russ, you've got Metcalf and Lockett, uh, then you've got Chris Carson. Uh, if I said three ones. words, let Russ cook. The <laughs> yeah. offensive yeah. coordinators coming in. Uh, I think he'll have a great day today. Uh, uh, I think actually Metcalf, um, sorry, on Sunday, uh, Metcalf is going to be a good DFS uh, uh, player to kind of add into your uh, um, on your lineup. Uh, Lockett, I think, will be consistent as well. I, I, I don't see, I don't believe the Colts have like a top corner. And anytime you don't have a top corner that, uh, that that's going up against uh, Metcalf, Metcalf usually does really well. Um, running wise, I think Carson will do well. But I mean, your your defensive, your linebackers are solid. You're, you know, you got the new Kitty Pay there in the corner. He's had great reviews. So I think, um, I mean, I think I don't know if they'll be going to run the ball as great as as well as they want because you know Colts defense is still pretty stout in the front. Um, that's why I think Metcalf is going to do well, and Russ for that matter. Yeah, you're right. Corner is probably one of the biggest weaknesses because everywhere else, even in the secondary, Kari Willis is arguably one of the best safeties in the game um, and he's on a contract year I believe so I think you know he's going to have a point to prove this year as well obviously Darius Leonard Bob, Bobby Okariki great assets for um, IDP wise it's tough to call and that the bookies are sort of finding the same thing as you can see the Seahawks are two and a half point favorites with a 50 point over under Mo what's your thoughts on that over under that's a tough one. I'm going to go under just because I think there's going to rust on um, uh, the Colts side with Wentz being out uh, all the preseason. Yeah. Jigs. Uh, so what's the, what's the over the under there? Over under is 50. Seahawks are two and a half point favorites. Who do you think actually wins this game? It's in Indianapolis. I, I, think, I think Seahawks and the under. I think it's going to be run heavy. Um, yeah, yeah, 
the uh, CC Hawks to win. Uh, they'll cover the spread. You think they'll cover the spread as well? I just fancy yeah. Indianapolis. I, I, I don't know. I know there's a lot of uncertainty, um, but Seahawks traditionally are slightly slow starters. Um, so I don't know. I just kind of feel like the Colts are going to win. But a lot of that rests on Carson Wentz, and if he's injured and whatnot, then it's going to be it's going to be difficult. So uh, some people's game of the week. You got the Texans at home to the Jaguars. Tyrod Taylor versus Trevor Lawrence. Um, so, <laughs> Mo, I can't even name all the Texans <laughs> like off the top of my head like I did with the rest of the teams. Um, I know you've got Tyrod Taylor. Then they've got a committee of five at running back, which comprises of Philip Lindsay, Mark Ingram, David Johnson, <laughs> Rex Burkhead. Yeah, um, that's, oh my God. <laughs> I mean, there's Brandon Cooks. And then uh, I don't even know who the other receivers I mean, are. I think I think they did they sign Amendola or is Edelman one of the one of those wide receivers? Um, Edelman retired. He's not going go okay, to go. Okay, then it was Amendola. I believe they signed Amendola. But I mean, honestly, I think they're going to line up Burkhead and Philip Lindsay as wide receivers, and then probably run the ball with Ingram and Johnson. Um, but yeah, that's that's. <laughs> Um, I would just stay away from the Texans unless you're looking for garbage points. And that, in that case, you know, you have Cooks and Tyler T- Taylor, I think. And it's funny you say, I was just going to say the same thing. I think Brandon Cooks is going to get you garbage points. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, I think up to quarter three, you can see him on like three points. And then all of a sudden, end of the game, he's got like 14 or 15 or something. So <laughs> I can I can just sort of see that happening. Uh, Chiggs on the Jag side, you've obviously got Trevor Lawrence. Uh, he built up a really strong chemistry in the preseason with Marvin Jones. Um, they've obviously got DJ Chark as well, LaVisca Chenault, who had a bit of injury from uh, last season. What are your thoughts? And then uh, James Robinson at uh, running back as well, backed up by Carlos Hyde. So what are your thoughts on the Jags um, for this game and, and, the, and then even across the season? I mean, yeah, the, the Texans are a steaming pile of garbage. Um, so I think the, the Jags absolutely smashed them. I actually really like, um, you know, I think like I was saying yesterday, I've pretty much got Marvin Jones in every league I'm in. I think he's your perfect, um, you know, wide receiver four. And, you know, I think I'll be, I'll be starting him this week for sure. Oh really? Oh, okay. Well, the only the only sort of slight I need to check the slight concern is that he's just been coming off. Um, you know, he's got a bit of a an injury concern. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I really like Lavisca this year as well. I think you know, he's going to be good. James Robinson, I think, will be solid again, especially unfortunately uh, with ETN's injury. So you know, Robinson's going to be the main guy there once again. Um, yeah, I, I think you know. Trevor Lawrence being there will, will improve that offense. Mm. Maybe not early in the season, but as the season goes on, for sure, I think you know the, the Jags will be all right. Yeah. So this game in particular, I just yeah, I just can't see. I just can't see even defense-wise, the Texans. I don't think have got anyone any good. Um, well, and and it doesn't help the Texans just traded away their number one corner today as well, Bradley Roby. Yeah, it's the same. So. They really are just selling the farm and rebuilding as much as they can. Um, although they this, just, is what, this is what I'm saying. Like, if you want to rebuild, uh, they haven't even got any young talent, really, that you would kind of 
you know, you're, you're trying to build around. The only guy maybe is Nico. And, you know, it's just, yeah, miserable. Yeah, and Deshaun Watson doesn't want to be there. So the, the bookies actually have this closer than I thought. Jags are favourites by three on the road with a 45 and a half over under. Um, I personally feel like Jags are going to cover that. I think it's going to be a bit of a blowout with garbage points from the Texans, um, but I can see it being an under personally. Mo, what's your thoughts on that spread? Uh, the spread's a tough one, uh, but yeah, I'm probably leaning towards under. Um, at the same time, I can see Jags putting up 40 points against Houston just by running the ball on them. Um, so, I mean, I'm probably not going to touch the over-under, but I'm definitely taking uh, Jags minus three. Yeah, I mean, Jigs. you can even give give points to the Jags. Um, I think Jags win by a touchdown. Oh, easy. Yeah. I agree. I think, yeah, Jags for me, and I'll probably take the under. But, yeah, as Mo says, you know, I'm not particularly, I'm confident on the Jags, I'm not super confident on the under, but yeah. Uh, here's a question. If you're streaming quarterback, are you confident starting Trevor Lawrence this week? I would be. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily. I think, no? I think, you know, first game, still want to see how, you know, some reports in pre-season, you know, his processing information and his reads wasn't particularly great. Um, I think they're going to lean on James, James Robinson. So I think uh, James Robinson will be firing up um, everywhere yeah. I can. I agree with James Robinson, but um, I almost feel like the Houston Texans are a weaker team than the Alabama Crimson Tide and Ohio <laughs> State Buckeyes, and we should have played <laughs> them every year in the, in the playoffs. So I think he'll be fine. <laughs> Cool. Uh, interesting game then in the NFC. Then you got the Falcons and they're hosting the Eagles. Uh, Eagles, of course, been a bit of change there. Falcons as well. They traded away Julio, uh, so that leaves then Matt Ryan. Um, you've got Mike Davis and who did they just add as a running back? Uh, Devonte Freeman, I think. Uh, they, uh, oh no, uh, no, 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 Wayne Goldman. Wayne Goldman. Good Goldman. Great. Freeman was at New Orleans. Um, Calvin Ridley, you got Carl Pitts as well, but Eagles defense, it's it's still pretty good. So um, I don't know, Mo, what's your thoughts on on this game on the Falcons side? Uh, this this is a, I'm, this is a tough one. Um, uh, like you said, I think Eagles defense is, is is you know above above mediocre. Falcons, I think that that offense is just a high-powered offense. Um, I, I mean, I think the Falcons take this just because I haven't seen enough from the Eagles. I think this is going to be a high-scoring game. Um, I think you're free to fire up everybody, uh, any player you have, uh, you know, on the Falcons. Uh, I think, I think, I think, I think you're good to fire them up. And Eagles-wise, I mean, same. I mean, you you, you, have, you don't know what's going to happen with the wide receiver, but I think Jalen Hurts is going to do well. Uh, I think even Miles Sanders, for that matter, is going to do well. Uh, but um, yeah, I mean, just expect a high high scoring game. I want to probably say the Falcons win, but I mean, it's it's a tough one. It's going to be close. So you're you're not high on the Eagles' defense, then? You think they're I, I, not not as high as normal? Because I think the problem is they're going to be on the field quite a bit, and I think the Falcons' offense is that is that high powered now, um, with just adding pits to that to to that fold. I mean, yeah, you lost Julio, but I mean, Ridley is going to be a great number one, and you have Gage there. 
Um, you also have uh, the tall, uh, the guy I cannot pronounce, wide receiver down the outside. And Mike Davis is going to be, you know, he's a solid running back, which the fact that they let um, uh, um, Al, uh, was it Quadra, Allison go, kind of yeah. makes you think that, you know, I think the, I think, I think the Falcons are 100% behind Davis to be the bell cow there, uh, which is surprising. Um, uh, so I think that they're all behind him. I think they just kind of have someone like Kalman just, just in case of injuries and whatnot. Yeah, new coaching regime as well. Arthur Smith now is the head coach, um, and he was the Titans' OC, right? So very much leans on the run game, their run game and play action. Um, so it'd be interesting to see how that develops with Davis as their sort of lead dog. And Chiggs on the Eagle side, you've obviously got Jalen Hurts, Miles Sanders, but there's a lot of talk of being a committee at running back you've got Kenneth Gainwell and Boston Scott and I'm sure I'm missing somebody else as well um so just on um, the game that's it I think actually that's it 23 just those three yeah they let, they let, they let Howard go oh, I, right. I, I I really like Kenneth Gainwell I think um you know I think he'll carve out a nice little role um pass catching and uh change the change of pace but I I can't see the. You know, I think Miles Sanders would be okay. I think his actual issue is going to be Jalen Hurts. You know, his rushing sort of maybe, especially the, the sort of around the goal line, right? I think that's you want Miles Sanders to kind of have those goal line touches, and I think he's going to get cannibalized by Hurts. Yeah. I think So I think I'm, you know, I'm fine with Miles Sanders as a sort of solid number two running back for Lacey Boston Scott really. Sort of taking away too much work and same with Gamer. But you know, they'll, they'll get touches, but he'll still be the main guy. Um, Devon Smith, I think, is going to be an absolute stud. Um, but he's not had much preseason work, so can you trust him early on? Is the question. No, I, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily, unless I had to, I wouldn't necessarily be starting him week one. But, but you know, he, he flashed me enough stuff in, in preseason that. You know, some of the catches he was making and routes he was running, you know, you can see why he was the Heisman winner. Um, no, I think he's going to be excellent. So, yeah, yeah maybe, you know, just, just keep an eye on him, basically. You know, he's a guy you wouldn't sort of... He can, if he's on waivers, you know, if you're in a shallow league, you sort of stash him on your bench. So, would you rather play Devonta Smith, Jalen Rager, or Zach Ertz, who's still staying? No, no bonus for... Tight ends. Uh, in, in, out of those three, I'll be starting Devonta Smith. I think he's got the highest upside. Mm. And Mo, what's your thoughts on that? Because there's a lot of just a yeah, lot I of think... unproven. Correct. Uh, that, that, that's there. exactly. I think I think that's my biggest issue. Um, and uh, I think because of his injuries, I think Smith is. Um, I think I think he's overvalued at this point. Uh, it just you got to wait till how he develops, and he will develop. But just a no, lack of preseason, um, I'm going to go with actually trust. Uh, I would probably go with the tight ends because they've been healthy. They've been uh, they showed up at camp. They've been at camp throughout. Rager had a little. I think he had a little bit of a injury early on. So did um, and of course Smith did. He was out for a good bit. Um, I'm going to go with the two tight ends. I think Goddard and uh, Ertz do well. And then I think the next best wide receiver I would trust is Rager actually over Smith. Mm. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not playing. I mean, I've got Smith and Rager across various leagues. I don't think I'm starting anyone. I kind of want to see how that develops. But I think Ertz is a great value play. 
um, yep. at the moment. You know, he's staying. Um, he's going undrafted in a lot of leagues, um, which I think, you know, where tight ends are quite hard to come by, he might not be a bad play. Yeah, it's just hard for me to trust Devonta Smith. As much as I like the talent, very high on him. Yeah, it's just, uh, I think, too difficult at the moment to trust him. Uh, then you've got battle of two of possibly the best defenses in football. Um, you've got Washington, still called the football team, hosting the Chargers. Um, so, oh, actually, before we do that, Falcons and Eagles, let's see how the bookies have it. Um, so it is the Falcons who are favorite by three. That's really hard for me to call. I think the Eagles is just going to be one of the most unpredictable teams. Mo, what do you think about that three-point? That's, that's, yeah, that's tough. Um, I'm probably staying away. Uh, I do like the over in this one. So this is kind of one of the odd ones. I think most of the games I've liked the te- certain teams. This And I, I, haven't, I haven't been a big fan of the over-under, but this one I think I like the over. Over 48.5. Yeah, Chiggs, what's your thoughts on those odds? Um... I'll probably take the Eagles in the over. Yeah, Eagles to cover the spread. I think it's going to be close. Both yeah. teams that can be slow starters, and that's why I'm kind of staying away from that altogether. I don't think they're going in my parlays over or under or all the spreads, personally. Um, so, yeah, next game then you've got Washington football team and the Chargers. A new quarterback in Ryan Fitzmagic. You've obviously got Terry McLaurin there, Logan Thomas. Um, and then they've added a couple of uh, rookie receivers. You've still got uh, the Sims boys there. And then and, um, Antonio Gibson at running back as well. Uh, correct me if I'm mistaken, I forgot anyone as well. So, um, Chiggs on the Washington side, how do you think they're going to be for fantasy this year? I, I really like them. I'm a, I'm a big buyer of the Washington. Um, with uh, Terry McLaurin is going to have a you know uh, a top twelve season. Mm. Uh, I like Curtis Samuel as well. I think Curtis Samuel can um, can live as a number number two receiver. Uh, Antonio Gibson as well. I think will be a you know potential wide receiver one if he can get some of that catching work that um, J.D. has got this to do um, so and Logan Thomas Yeah, I, and I was just going to say uh, Curtis Samuels just got injured again today I think. He did, he's well, out well, yep. He's oh, really? out uh, he's on the today, yeah. a, a player that Fitzpatrick actually developed pretty solid chemistry with in preseason was Adam Humphreys Now I know he really fell off the wagon after being fantasy relevant for a little a little while there, but uh, just a, just a player to keep an eye on, I'd say, because uh, Fitzpatrick and Humphreys did connect quite well um, in the preseason. I know a lot of that was because Terry McLaurin was held out and didn't get too much game time, but uh, yeah, just just a name to look out for. And then Mo on the Chargers side, uh, you know, we obviously got Rookie of the Year Justin Herbert from last season. You've got uh, Austin Eckler's back, and um, we'll talk about Austin Eckler in a moment, actually. But uh, Austin Eckler's back, then you've got, uh, who's the tight end there? Is it Jared Cook? My mind's just gone blank. It was Hunter Henry, of course. Keenan Allen, is there Mike Williams? Your boy, Josh Palmer, 
as well. So what's your thoughts on the charges for fantasy against a very tough defense? I think I mean I think they'll be okay. Um they're I don't think they're gonna blow anyone's minds. I think like you said, tough defense. Um, I mean, uh, Chargers have weapons. I, I would, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be ready to start Herbert right away here. Um, uh, you know, if you have another QB, I may, I may, I may, I may look at some better matchups. Uh, definitely not starting him in a DFS uh, lineup, but um, I, th- I think they'll do okay. I don't, I don't think they're going to blow any minds. I mean, you still have solid wide receivers. I think you can have a great running back. Who, honestly, I think in the PPR leagues, he's going to be wide. He's going to be running back number one. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, I think they'll do okay. I mean, like you said, tough matchup, um, but you know, you're not, you know, you're not sitting Keenan Allen, you're not sitting, you're not sitting Eckler, and I think those two you definitely start, start no matter what. Tight ends, kind of a question, and um, uh, Mike Williams. I mean, I'm not trusting him uh, right now, uh, and expect him to get injured anyway. Yeah, it's that year five for him, and he still hasn't really shown out. So it's hard to kind of uh, hard to kind of trust that. Uh, so Austin Eckler, I don't know if you guys followed, but uh, he was he's basically betting on himself, and it was either yeah. anybody who picks him first overall or definitely in the first round. So if you picked him in the first and you win your weekly matchup, basically you go into a draw to get signed Austin Eckler merch. Uh, so I don't know if any of you are in that position but yeah he's basically betting on himself and, uh, it's quite a cool little uh quite a cool little thing he's doing there um, I, I agree if i had any late round picks i would have uh, uh i would definitely be in that drawing i do have him in our auction league so i don't know how that and i, I don't know if he really specifically said he got trapped him in the first round i think he just said if you have him on your roster and you started him um send that image over to him or i think it was tweeter uh, whatever yeah. it was, and then you'd be in that drawing. So I have him in a couple leagues, and um, yeah, so uh, yeah, I'm definitely gonna be trying for that. Uh, Austin Nickler merch. That's it's, that's, a a, it's a bit of a weird one, right? Like, if you'd done this maybe like four years ago, uh, when he wasn't a thing, then like you'd be like, okay, I've started, I've taken well, a bit of a gamble on this guy. Like, this guy's going in first round of most drafts, like, he's being started across the board, yeah. I mean, I, I I think back then though you had Melvin Gordon there. Um, last I, I think he would have done this last. That's what I mean. That, that, that's where he that's, that's where he's backing himself, <laughs> being like, I'm going to take over for Melvin Gordon. Oh, that's that's ball that's ballsy right there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so bookies are finding this one hard to call. Chargers are one point favorites on the road with a low over under forty for four and a half. Mo, which way are you going on this, or are you avoiding? I'm probably avoiding this. Um, this is a tough one. I think just because it's they're in, it's in Washington, they gotta fly across the United States. Um, you have higher COVID restrictions when you're when you're visiting team, uh, when it comes to hotels and whatnot. So I'm gonna probably go with Washington, just because of travel time and being a home team. Um, um, I'm, I, and I mean I love their offense. I think their offense is gonna be sneaky good this year, just having Fitzmagic there. So. Uh, yeah, line me up for Washington, over, under, probably not touching. Yeah, and Chiggs? Um, Washington, uh, probably take the over, but again, yeah. So you're both, both taking uh, Washington then. Yeah, how about yourself? I, I'd probably go Chargers, because, um, you know, Chargers have got Derwin James back. They're a great defense anyway. So I can see Fitz Magic struggling a bit 
Uh, I can see both quarterbacks struggling a bit, but I just think the weapons around Herbert are a bit better. So, you know, so two elite defenses here. And I, I wouldn't touch the over-under. If I had to, I'd probably go on the under. I can see it being a low-scoring affair with a lot of three-and-outs um, in this game, not too many first downs um, and so on. Uh, so that takes us on to what could actually be one of the best games of the week in the Bills versus the Steelers, uh, two playoff teams from last season. And, um, you know, quite a lot of talent there. So just on the Bills side, you've obviously got Josh Allen, you've got Moss and Singletree, then you've got Stephon Diggs, who I think was the um, uh, receiving yard leader from last season. They've uh, also, did they add... Emmanuel Sanders there as well, I believe. Uh, yes, they did, because Beasley will probably end up retiring with the whole COVID situation. Does he look that way? Well, no, no, I'm just, I'm just joking. Oh, um, okay. uh, so, yeah, Beasley know. and Sanders are there. They don't tend to use the um, running game much anyway, but uh, either way, yeah. So what's your thoughts, Mo, on the Bills? Uh, the Bill, I think the Bills win this. I mean, solid offense. Um, uh, go ahead and um, uh, I mean, I, I think the problem is you got Pittsburgh is is, is is a tough defense. I think both teams um start off very slow. Uh, so uh, I'm gonna expect I'm gonna expect a very low scoring game to start with, and maybe someone kind of kind of um, uh, you know, that's I think once I don't know if I think this might have been the staff for like the Bills. A lot of Allen's games. I don't know if you watched last year. He started off very slow, but that second half. That's why he blew hit his throw just through a had blew out numbers fantasy purpose wise. So yeah. um and then Steelers have a good defense. Bills have a good defense. Steelers have, you know, they're still working with that makeshift line. Um I'm not expecting a low game, low scoring game. Um I think Bills end up winning. Um I think they're the better team overall. But yeah. um yeah, I don't I don't think I think you're I don't I think you're starting, you know, the the people you would expect, you know, starting Allen, you're starting Diggs. Uh I'm I'm not really starting anyone else outside of that for the Bills and then I mean, Roethlisberger is a streamer, but tough matchup. You know, you'll start Harris, and the wide receivers. Honestly, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be kind of difficult to see who's gonna do well. You got Johnson, Claypool, and Juju. So, um, honestly, I probably wouldn't be starting many Steeler players just because trying trying to get an idea of outside of Harris. I think. Oh, I'd feel comfortable starting um, Deontay Johnson. I think yeah. he seems to. He seems to have a safe floor. Uh, Claypool's a bit more of a lower floor, higher ceiling kind of guy. And then Juju, you know, he's a bit more um, unreliable, I'd say, although very talented. Jigs on the Steelers' side. But, but a quick, quick, quick question there. Who do you think is going to cover uh, John Johnson? It'll be the number one corner, though, right? Juju's going to be playing on the slot, so that's my only hesitancy. The, the problem you've got with Juju is... He, I think in PPR he'll he'll be he'll give you a very safe, uh, you know, six seven catches. But his average depth of target is going to be terrible. It's going to be like mm-hmm. seven eight. You know, he's going to be very close to the line of scrimmage. So he's not going to be ripping off those big plays. And you know, I don't think he's going to be um, touchdown sort of um, a touchdown threat either. So you know, he for me he's a safe. Well, what, what do you say? Safe, but yeah, in PPR, yeah, he, he's a Higher flex. Floor. Yeah, I like that. And to be honest, I think 
Tredavious White's going to cover Chase Claypool. Uh, so? I, think, okay. I think just because of the size of Claypool, he's going to get that sort of number one corner coverage, um, which means Deontay Johnson's juju will probably get the number two, number three guys. And they both do rotate a lot. I mean, Johnson played a lot in the slot there um, uh, as well. Do you think uh, any of the tight ends in either team are worth playing? So you've got Fryermuth, and I don't even know who the Bills have got now. Is it Dawson Knox? Or? I think Knox is still there. Um, apparently, they have they didn't they didn't go on and get a tight end, so um, they might be good to roll with them. So we're, we're going to kind of, I mean, it's, it's kind of a risk to start them this early. But Knox might, you know, might develop in a solid tight end, and I think um, I'm not starting a Pittsburgh unless you're starting Ebron. I don't think from you just being a rookie, I don't, I don't expect much noise from him the first year. Yeah. Uh, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll whistle through the rest of the games then. Um, next, next up, you've got the Lions, who are definitely in like a rebuild mode, and playing the 49ers, who've got, you know, returning starters, but obviously. Um, QB is in question. It looks like it's going to be Jimmy G for now. First up with the 49ers then. Um, Kittle is back. Debo and Ayuk are there. You've got obviously Mostert. Then they added Trey Sermon as well. What's your thoughts on the 49ers just for this season before we talk about this game? Um, you know, How much time do you think Jimmy Garoppolo gets and can you actually trust him much for this season? I think against the Lions, you could. Uh, I think against the Lions, I think that's a great matchup. Uh, so I, w- I would trust them against the Lions. Uh, I mean, I think uh, Ayuk is, he's been injured of late. So, you know, I expect Debo and Kittle to have a good game. And I mean, Mostert, I think, is he's going he's gonna to be great. Uh, he, I think he will be the bell cow. I don't know when they'll be using Sermon except for goal line, mm. uh, you know, goal line touches. So I'm like, I'm kind of. I know I know Sermon has been drafted, you know, quite quite early in a lot of drafts. Um, but I think Mozart's the guy you want to start here. I mean, you're going against the Lions, who are probably I would say the second second or third worst team I think um, mm. in the league after the Texans. So um, I think Garoppolo would do fine. I mean, he's 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 he he knows who he has. He's got solid defense with the 49ers. I think they run the ball. Um, and uh, yeah, I think yeah, 49ers would do well, and I think they'll easily win that game. Uh, and then the Lions, uh, not necessarily this game, because it's, I mean, they're up against, again, a very, very tough defense. I think Nick Bosa um, is going to be you know, very difficult to cover. He's had he's had a lot of time to sort of recover uh, there as well. And just generally, they've got a great sort of front four, front five. So for the Lions, do you have much faith in their players for this year. I mean, you've got Hawkinson, Swift, who probably the two biggest names. Then there's Amon Ra, St. Brown, Quintus Cephas, Jared Goff, who was traded there. You know, what's your what's your thoughts uh, on those guys? I would actually, I would only feel start, comfortable starting uh, Hawk. I think outside of that, I mean, you're not starting Goff. Uh, wide receivers is still. I mean, I think Williams is still the number one there, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. And they will be behind quite a bit, so they will throw. I think you see a lot of garbage points. Swift, I mean, I think you, I mean against that 49ers defense, I'm not expecting much. So um, I'm also probably staying away from Swift. Um, I think the only one I would start is Hawk. Yeah, I think Hawk's going to just get targeted so much this year, just because they haven't got too much. And you know, yeah. Jared Goff, 
it's going to need a bit of a safety blanket. I know they added Panay Sewell um, on the O-line, but he's going to get under pressure a lot. And it wouldn't, I think 49ers, if you've got him in your DST, you are uh, licking your lips at the moment because they could easily <laughs> get four or five sacks um, with the amount of pressure that they're going to they're gonna put. Uh, Bengals and Vikings. So Bengals are at home. They've obviously added Jamar Chase, Joe Burrow's back. You've got Tyler Boyd and... Um, the other receiver, T. Higgins, Higgins. Um, is still there. Joe Mixon, they've lost Gio Bernard. So I think Trevion Williams is the next man up after Joe Mixon. What are your thoughts on the Bengals then? Um, you know, with having, they already play a bit of an air raid offense. They've added Jamar Chase as well, who is the second receiver taken off the board. Um, was he the second or the first? I guess Waddle was first, wasn't he? I think Waddle, wasn't he just yeah. ahead? Yeah. Possibly. I'm actually, I don't know, it might be the other way around. Uh, but, uh, yeah, um, I think, I mean, unfortunately, Chase hasn't had the best reviews in camp. Um, he's been dropping a lot of passes. Uh, I mean, he does have that, I mean, that's kind of surprising, especially when he has that connection with Burrow. So yeah. um, that, that kind of concerns me a little bit. I mean, you don't really have a tight end there. Uh, the running game, you got a solid runner and Mixon. I think you're going to see a showdown of two great runners here with Mixon and Cook. Um, mm. And uh, But uh, when it comes to... Yeah, when it, when it comes to... Uh, Burrow's coming off a major injury, too, so I think you're going to have a, a little bit of hesitancy there. I think it's going to take him a little time to get, get back to game speed. And then also, just coming from an injury like that, it's a mental thing more than anything else, not a physical... And you have to, you got to feel comfortable with it. Like, you know, you're going to, cause you are going to get hit. There's going to be times when until, until that, until you, you sort it out mentally, you'd, you'd be doing things that you not normally tend to do just cause you know, trying to protect that knee, you know, try to, try to just, you know, you might take a sack, you might do a quick throw or, you know, an ill-advised throw. So, um, I, I think the Vikings, I do, I think the Vikings, uh, take care of business here, but, um, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, the problem is the Bengals don't have much of a defense right now, and it'll be it'll be kind of exciting. It's gonna take a while for that offense to kind of you know sink in there. Yeah, and this is why all the more surprised that they didn't take Panay Sewell in the first, yeah. you know, very good uh, offensive lineman to protect Joe Burrow. I think they've just gone for they've gone you know offense first. They did add um, a no lineman in the second round, but. Not nowhere to the quality of Panay Sewell on paper. Um, and Vikings have also got Daniil Hunter back, you know, who missed all of yeah. last season. Um, Eric Kendricks is there. I think they added Eric Wilson as well, who um, played a lot for the Eagles uh, last year. Oh, is it the other way around? Has Wilson gone to the Eagles? Sorry. But anyway, Daniil Hunter's back, and I think he's going to give him a bit of trouble. Uh, to go. And Anthony Barr is there as well, you know, on the edge. So I agree. I think the Vikings take it down um, and probably start all your Vikings, Kirk Cousin included here. I can see Jefferson have a good game. I see Thielen yeah. have a good game. I think Cooks will have a good game uh, and Thielen will have a good game. Uh, so it just depends on whether they get passing touchdowns or rushing touchdowns. But I don't know what the over-under is here, but I'd fancy Cook to get a 100 rushing yard game. Um I agree. I think I think he's he's starting in a lot of my DFSs. Um, I think uh, yeah, he sees it's the offense going to run through him. I like to see. Um, uh, I'm actually intrigued by Con- Conklin too. I think um, he might surprise some people there at tight end. Now that Irv Smith is gone. 
Yeah, that's true. Um, and they did trade for Chris Herndon, but he's not going to be ready. Not He's not going to learn that playbook so quickly, you would have yeah. thought. Um, there's obviously, you know, Vikings are three-point favourites with the bookies, but I think they should cover that personally. Um, okay, so <laughs> got a few more games to go. So your Panthers against the Jets. What's your thoughts on on that game? A revenge game, sir. Revenge game. Panthers annihilate the Jets. At least that's what I'm hoping. Um, and actually, if, if you're looking for a, a streamable defense, look at the Panthers' first three games. Um, you got the Jets, Texans, and the Saints. And um, I have to say, when um, if you recall the, the game went in London, I'm pretty sure um, Winston may have may have completed more throws to the Panthers' secondary than he did to uh, <laughs> uh, to the Bucks' uh, wide receivers, I believe. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no Panthers. I think Panthers win this. I think it's a revenge game for Darnold. Um, I mean, you have a rookie QB coming in, uh, new new coaching regime. I mean, everything's changing for the Jets. They're going to take a little while to uh, build there. Although all reports from preseason were that Zach Wilson was phenomenal, um, yeah. you know, high, high praise from pundits, but even fellow QBs like Aaron Rodgers. Um, I think was it. I'm trying to think who it was. Tony Romo. Tony Romo was the one. Tony that Romo, him. that's it. Who said, yeah. you know, he's going to be a top five QB in the league uh, in a couple of seasons. So, yeah, yeah, you're right. It's always hard at the start. New coaching regime, new QB. Um, I think Wilson is going to be good this season. I think he's actually going to be better than Trevor Lawrence on the season, uh, personally. Just because the Jets have, I don't know, I think they're set up a bit more. Um, it's a bit of a bummer for them that they lost... Uh, Chris Lawson, you know, who was one of the big free agent signings on the defensive line, that's going to hurt them because otherwise with Salah as head coach. But, uh, yeah, I think Wilson, I think Corey Davis is going to be really good this year. Um, really like, like Corey Davis. Davis. And they had a great chemistry, actually. Will, Wilson and Davis had a great chemistry. Jamison Crowder, not sure if he's going to play week one coming off the COVID list, but then Elijah Moore's there as well, so... I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. I don't know what the over/under is, but I'm probably taking the over uh, um, unless it's like seventy or something. I was going to say um, that's a good question. I see. I I almost think the Panthers' defense is going to be scary good, and I, I think a lot of people are underestimating how good this defense can be. So yeah. um, I'm probably not touching the over/under. I think the Panthers do. I mean, because you you have two you have a defensive mind there in Salah. So um, I'm probably not touching that. I mean, uh, that, that you know they know Darnold's weaknesses, uh, Grander, but Darnold knows Jets. Well, the old Jets' weaknesses. So I'm probably not touching the over/under, but I do think Carolina comes out with the win here. And then another great game: Titans versus Cardinals. I mean, Titans have added Julio. They've got Tannenhill, Derek Henry, uh, AJ Brown. Cardinals obviously with the air raid system. New Hopkins, AJ Green, Kyler. Edmonds, Connor. Um, what do you think is going to happen this game? It's a long trip from Arizona to Tennessee. I think this is probably going to be the highest scoring game of the year, uh, uh, the, uh, the the week. Um, I think you start, you fire up all your all your fantasy people. You got you start up Henry, you start up Tannehill, Murray, um, Julio, AJ. Um, you know, even first skirt for that matter, and uh, the Cardinals. I mean, you know, I think between him and Chase Edmonds. Uh, you have uh, AJ Green's going to be an interesting key, uh, a chess piece there that I'm kind of intrigued by. Uh, mm. Nuke's going to do well. Uh, I'm I'm not sure about the tight end there with Max Williams, but um, I think he's got he got he got some upside. Just having an air raid system, and 
I don't. I don't. Neither team really has a strong defense. Uh, so I'm just gonna expect. I was gonna say Cardinals are gonna be. I think Cardinals are gonna be sneaky good this year because they've added JJ Watt. They've still got Zayvon Collins. They have got Buda Baker. Um, who's the? They lost Peterson though. Lost. They don't have the corners. They do have a. Um, you do have a Simmons in their in their linebacking core. Yeah, Isaiah Simmons. Yeah. But I, I, I think I think the secondary. I mean, outside of Buda Baker, I think the secondary is still weak. Um, the linebackers still young in Simmons and the rookie linebacker they drafted. Um, I think the front line got better, but it's also old uh, with Watt there. So I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't see, I don't see anyone, any either of these defenses making any noise right now. So yeah. um, and it's more. I, I don't think. I think the offense is what's gonna, what's gonna, you know, what's 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 key in both these teams. Yeah, and they've lost Malcolm Butler, who opted for retirement as well. Yeah. So a little bit weak at corner. Yeah. Good point. Uh, Chiefs and Browns, first of the late evening games. Um, this is going to be a fun one. I think this is going to be the highest score of the week. I don't know what the bookies Ooh. have as the over-under. Let's see, actually. So, on one hand, you've got Arizona and Tennessee, which is 52.5. Pretty high. Chiefs yeah, and you're right. This is this is probably going to be higher, though. Yeah. Oh, there's no odds at the moment on here. Uh, but anyway, yeah, I think I think this is going to be quite a high high scoring affair. Again, start all your Chiefs, or is there anyone you're worried about playing here? Oh, uh, no, you start them all. I mean, well, at least your your primary ones. Hill. Um, you start uh, uh, Kelsey, of course, Mahomes, Ceh. Uh, I mean, McCole Hardman's on the fence there. He's going to be on the fence for me all season. I think he's a great best ball player. Um, and then you have uh, uh, Browns, of course. I think he's charging everyone. I mean, Mayfield. Oh, OBJ and Landry's going to be interesting. Um, the tight end situation is kind of murky, too, with Hooper and Joku. Um, and, uh, but, of course, running back Chubb's going to do well. Kareem Hunt, uh, I think I think they'll, you, I think you he'll do good in this game just because I think he'll be a great receiving uh, running back there. And I think Mayfield would do well as well. So yeah, and yep. I think we forget Browns did um, invest on defense this year. So they've added Jadavian Clowney. They added both of the safeties from LA. Yeah, uh, Josh Johnson. And I think the Peter. defense, their defense is going to be pretty decent this year. I think it's not, mm. you know, you got Grant um, Delpit as well. You've got yep. uh, Greedy Williams back. You know, he was injured a lot last season. Uh, I do think the Browns are going to be actually one of the underrated defenses um, this year because they're going to get pressure up front, you know, with um, Miles Garrett and Jadavian Clowney. It's not yeah. going to be easy stopping that force there. So the over-under for that game is 53 points. So it's about, just about the same for both. Pretty uh, much the I, same. Yeah. I would go over. I would take over on both those teams, actually. I think so, too. I think this is going to be good sort of television um, to watch. Patriots and Dolphins. So Patriots, obviously, with Mac Jones under center, Two very, very good defenses, two young, inexperienced quarterbacks. Uh, Dolphins, of course, are missing Will Fuller this game. Patriots was not really much by receiver talent to go about Jacoby Myers, Nelson Aguilar. But they've got good tight ends. So do you think that's where the game is going to lean on for the Patriots, the run game and the tight ends? Uh, yeah, totally. I think it's all run and all tight ends. Um, Myers may do good. I think he is probably right now the wide receiver one. Um, but yeah, I think you know you know what I say about rookie QBs or young QBs. 
uh, they love their tight end and uh, tight ends, and the Patriots have two, and they love the running backs. Uh, so uh, I'm gonna expect a nice slow, just grinding game um, on both sides, and like you said, defensive uh, defensive battle here. Who's your tight end one for the Patriots, Henry or Johnny? Everyone's going with Johnny because he is the more the receiving guy, but. I think Henry is the better skilled tight end. Um, uh, I, I, I mean, it's tough. I mean, I think I, 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 I think I, I want to say Henry's the better tight end talent wise. So, um, but every every analyst, every ranking has got Jonu Smith over Henry. But I'm going the other way. I think Henry is the better tight end overall. I agree. I think part of that is going to be Henry's injury history, and that's true. Yeah. Yes. Um, and that's probably why Jonu is. Not been injury free, but he's not been as injury prone either as Hunter Henry. Um, who do you think wins this game? I'm gonna go with the Dolphins. And the Dolphins win. Yeah, I think, I think uh, you gotta remember New England always struggles <laughs> in Miami. Granted, this is an earlier season game, um, but uh, yeah, I think I think the Dolphins easily win this. So this is in New England, isn't it? Oh no, yeah, it is. It's in New England. Is that Foxborough? Oh, okay. Is it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, that changes things. It's still warm. Well, with Dolphins. <laughs> and who on the Dolphins are you trusting then? Because New New England do have a good defense. Um, yeah, that's tough. I mean, you're only starting Tua if you're in a two QB league. Um, I mean, I think I think they they might be vulnerable on the corner side. Um, I want to say their secondary is still kind of young, isn't it? The corners and secondary. So yeah, but pop. they've got um, isn't I don't know Gilmore starts on the pop, doesn't he? So he's yeah. So so I, I, yeah, I think I think that's the thing. I think their secondary is kind of weak. So I'm kind of liking uh, I'm kind of liking a uh, Waddle over here. I'm liking Parker. I think Parker and Waddle do well. Fuller is still suspended, so I think both to, the, both of those wide receivers would do well uh, this game. And then I think Gasecki as well. Uh, the run game is going to be interesting. I think it's going to go through Miles Gaskins. Um, yeah. Again, I, I don't expect a high scoring game here. But um, I, I think Tua, I mean, reviews in camp, Tua's been great. So uh, let's, let's see if, that, if that's all that holds true. Mm. Um, next game then, my beloved Broncos on the road to the Giants. Um, Saquon, I think, is going to play. Evan Ingram pointing to not playing. I think Kenny Golladay should play as well. How do you see this game going? Just uh, as first question. <laughs> Um, that O line, the Giants, what scares me. If that O line can come together, uh, I think I think Giants can be a decent, a formidable team. Just being in the NFC East, um, uh, I, I think I think they can do well. It's 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 that offensive line is the only thing I'm concerned about. Looks like Barkley's ready to go. Um, Broncos defense, but Broncos overall, they have a solid team. The only thing you worry about Broncos is the QB. Yeah. So I, this this is a tough game to call for me. Um. Because it's it's kind of I'm kind of relying on I I don't know how uh, the Giants uh, Giants O line is going to be uh, if 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 the Giants O line was pretty strong I'll probably go with just the Giants because I think there's going to be better quarterback play there um, and you know you have Teddy two glove dump off over here he's just going to be dumping the ball off but I mean I think I think I think I think I think it's fair to start every Bronco um, I, I think I think you get to start with Melvin Gordon. Um, you could, I think Judy's going to have a great year. I think this is a good game, good starting game for him, because he's going to be playing on the slot. Uh, I think, uh, you, uh, you know, top corner there, Bradbury. He's probably going to be covering uh, Sutton there on the outside. 
So um, I think Judy's going to have a monster game this this week. Well, and the other thing is, there's talks that Blake Martinez might miss the game, and that would be huge because he is the leader of that defense. Because defense, yeah. There's a there's a reason that this is the lowest scoring over under uh, with the bookies because it is two really 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 good good defenses, good safeties, good corners, um, but uh, also, as you say, you know, good linebackers. So uh, I, I I think it's going to be whoever gets the first touchdown might end up winning this. I don't see a team coming from behind necessarily to win. Um, Broncos are slight favourites, probably because we got returning stars. Even Albert um, O is back as well. But uh, a lot's going to depend on, I think, whether the injuries, uh, you know, whether players are fit or not, um, essentially. But yeah, Blake Martinez has got some sort of illness at the moment. So it just depends if he plays. I think that's big for the Giants side. And then with the Broncos getting Von Miller back, Bradley Chubb, AJ Johnson, Josie Jewell. Uh, but then most importantly is it's going to be hard to attack their secondary. You know, I mean, they've added Pertz and uh. You've got Kareem Jackson there. You've got Carl Fuller who's been added uh, as well. So, yeah, it's going to... I see this being probably the lowest scoring game of the week or one of. If, uh, I can see that. If not the lowest. It's going to be... I, I can see it being um, one full of field goals as well. So probably say start the kickers on this on this game (laughs) uh saints and packers so saints you know new era with Jameis. packers managed to convince aaron Rodgers to come back uh what are your feelings about the saints this you know in this week uh you got marquez calloway and uh traquan smith and you know just almost a bunch of like nobody receivers you playing any of them uh, I, th- I think I think the offense is going to go through Camara, um, Winston. Uh, he just throws the ball up. So I mean, I think Callaway is a nice little pick this year. Um, I think he probably become the, the you know the top wide receiver there. Uh, yeah. He's he's he. Yeah, I, th- I, th- I think he I think he has that job there with Thomas out. So um, and you know Winston's going to have to throw a lot. I mean, Saints have a solid defense, but Winston he's 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 a gunner. I mean, he's gonna he's gonna air out. So. Um, uh, there's another receiver slash tight end you forgot. His name is Taysom Hill. <laughs> That's true. He'll be playing all those little side packages. Um, I think I, th- I think the Saints are just gonna be tricky as always in offense. It's gonna they may come out with a lot of trick plays. I think the offense is gonna go through Camara. So, mm. uh, I mean, Camara is actually I think he's gonna he's gonna have a monster year. A lot of people slept on him just because you didn't know what the deal was situation was. But now that we know Winston's the QB, I think Camara is going to be a solid uh, uh, a solid person to have because again if they're behind they're going to be throwing it to him as well so yeah um, Packers you starting all the main players Rogers, Jones and um, Adams yes no question about it I think um, yeah they're, 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 they're going to they're gonna be solid what about someone like Randall Cobb any interest uh, Randall Cobb mm, probably mm. no yeah, Randall Cobb, uh, I don't think so. Cool. Last couple of games, Sunday Night Football, Rams hosting the Bears. Do you think uh, Justin Fields makes the makes the game? No, it's, it's going to be Dalton. Uh, uh, Field, Fields is not going to start for at least a couple of games. Well, let's look at the Bears' schedule. I believe you're not, you, you are not starting him against the Rams. 
Um, you can start him next week against uh, against the Bengals, uh, or the, or probably week. I'm going to lean towards week four against the Lions. Will be the earliest you see him. So if Aaron Donald and Co. sack Dalton four times and he throws two interceptions, you still think they're going to just persist and play fields? <laughs> I, I just don't think it's a good idea, and I think they know it too. They don't want to throw a rookie into the fire like that. Um, and I, and I, if, if, I mean, if they're wise, they'll sit them. Granted, all of Chicago will be calling for Fields to start. And, um, and I mean, apparently Dalton has been, you know, the more consistent QB during camp. Uh, okay. Fields just has those intangibles and young. Uh, but, um, yeah, I, I think they should st- – I, I think they can they, – they, against the Rams, they shouldn't start them. I think I think that that'll just be crazy unless the Sam's unless the Rams second string come in, I would not start him. How do you feel about David Montgomery against the Rams? Uh yeah, I'm not I'm not I probably wouldn't I would probably I mean he's he's an elite if, wide if receiver. You have the luxury to sit him, you're probably sitting him. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Unfavorable matchup there. I mean I think I think Alan Robinson will do well. I mean yeah, he always does well. He's such a such a talented receiver. Um yeah. But yeah, outside of Robinson, there's no other bear on offense that I'd want to play, I don't think. I agree. Uh, last game then, Monday Night Football, Raiders at home uh, in Vegas against the Ravens. First time with fans, I believe, in Vegas. Um, yeah. So Ravens obviously lost J.K. Dobbins and then Justice Hill. So Gus Bus. they did add Le'Veon Bell to the practice squad. I don't think he'll play this game. It doesn't look like it because they actually also, uh, uh, yeah, I think they picked up Canton. So, um, yeah, I don't yeah, think. Um, Canton, yeah. Uh, Do you fancy the Raiders to cause an upset here? I could see that. I could see that in the realm of possibilities. Um, I don't. I, I don't know how I would call this game. I think. Um, I think Ruggs has a grade here. Uh, I think. Um, uh, you know, Waller's going to be Waller. Uh, they have two solid running backs. So I don't know how they're going to use them both, but I think. Um, I think the Raiders, um, they're going to they're gonna be a decent team. I mean, uh, you know, defense, I don't see much happening there. But uh, um, I, I want to say uh, offensively right now, because of the Dobbins injury, I almost feel the Raiders may have the better offense. Yeah, it's just whether they can get Edwards and Ruggs to click and actually produce, because they haven't Correct. got much outside them. Which uh, is I, do actually like, I do like Derek Carr for fantasy this year. Um, he doesn't take too many risks, so you don't yeah. have that. High upside, but I think he's quite an accurate passer. Darren Waller, we've already talked about, you know, great. He's, I think he's just a must-play, whatever the matchup, really. Ruggs and Edwards, for me, are wait to be, you know, let's see it before I believe it. It's which hard. I think it's a, which is the same side on the other side of the ball, honestly. I mean, I don't see much faith in their wide receivers. In, in, in the no. Players. What I would say, history tells us, is that Sammy Watkins in week one is a is a good play because he tends to mm. start the season. I think if you look at his <laughs> that, that is you're absolutely one in like the last three seasons. Yeah, you're so absolutely. So Sa- Sammy Watkins, I'm calling it now. Two touchdowns from Sammy Watkins. Oh, that's actually that's actually very smart. Uh, I that's that's very clever. I agree with you there. Yeah, I think uh, Gus Edwards probably have a good game. Raiders, even though they added KJ Wright, they're a bit suspect. Um, and then who is the first rounder they had it? Leatherhead or something? Leatherwood or I can't remember the name. Ah, uh, correct. Z lineman, I think. So, yeah. So anyway, football's here. Week one. Uh, good luck for all your fantasy games uh, this week. I don't think me and you are playing each other, so uh, I can say that. I don't believe so. Yes. Uh, even though we're in like 
five leagues together or something now? I Actually, know. I think we are playing ourselves. I think we're playing each other in the IDP. So oh, I will sorry. Take, yes, you're I, right. I will take that. Good luck and uh, not reciprocate re- 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 there for that <laughs> one league. Yeah, got a trophy to defend there. So That's I need a, need a good start. But uh, yeah, all right, football's here. Um, we'll break it down next week uh, and look ahead to week two. But for now, that's me signing out. Jigs had to drop, so Mo. Let's giddy up. Catch you soon. <laughs>